Hello, everybody. It is March 24th, and this is Miked Up Marshev for another episode of life-changing, business-altering, sound advice for everybody to use, everybody to implement at once, immediately, to change their life for the better. How's that? How's that for some self-promotion? Hey, listen, I want to talk to you today about uh, something that was triggered this very morning, this very morning, March 25th. No, 24th. I, I, I stand corrected, March 24th, Thursday. And I received a blog post from someone I follow on the Internet. His name is Seth Godden. Very, very, very smart fellow. The title of today's blog was The Power of TK. Two letters, TK. And let me read this to you. The origin, uh, the origin of the editor's mark, editor's mark, TK, is murky. It's what you write when there's a fact or addition you're waiting on. Okay, it's an editor's mark, TK, when you don't have the facts, like you, there's a hole in the article, a hole in the, in the, uh, the piece, and you're saying, okay, TK, which means more information coming. The modern purpose of TK, the post goes on, as... Uh, there are few words in the English, English language that contain these two letters together, T and K. So when you want to, uh, you put TK in your article, and then when you search for TK, boom, it goes right to the hole where you need to fill in with some more information. That's the, the derivation of TK. Uh, as an example, he says, if the flooring for the kitchen hasn't arrived yet, as an example here, if the flooring for your kitchen hasn't arrived yet, TK, then move on to wallpapering the dining room. In other words, don't get stuck in your present position. Move on to something you can you can finish or complete or to adjust at the moment, and then go back and fill in the blanks later on. Um, he mentions, Seth mentions, our lives are filled with TK moments. And then he says, it'll come, no need to stop and wait for it. Well, this particular uh blog post caught my attention, and I remember my philosophy, I guess it used to be my philosophy, maybe it still is, is good enough, it's good enough. And I use that sometimes in my home projects, and I say to my wife, it's good enough, and she's, no, no, it's not good enough. And it raises a, a interesting argument, when is good enough good enough? And when is it time to move on? And the uh, I'm going to misquote this, but um, uh, some people, I've, I'm not even going to try to quote it, but they say that by trying to make something excellent, um, it's the enemy of the good. Excellence is the enemy of the good, I think that's what it says, something like that. In other words, sometimes what we do is good enough, and it's time to move on to the next project, and yet many of us get bogged down in the present, in the current it's not good enough. I'm not ready to go. I'm not ready to pull the trigger. I'm not ready to send the letter. I'm not ready to write the article. I'm not ready to, to contact Mr. So-and-so because it's just not perfect yet. And, and today's article, and, and today's post, triggered that thought that it doesn't have to be perfect. You can move on to your next uh, event. Not, not necessarily multitasking. I'm not suggesting that you do everything at once. I'm suggesting when you come to a point it's okay to move on to another project while you wait, while you wait for either more information or for, uh, or for the hole to be filled, um, more research to be made in time, 
and it's okay to move on. That's, that's the message. So sometimes good enough is not good enough. Uh, when I started out in business, uh, in, um, when the computers, you know, the computer has this uh, typing and you, you, it finishes sentences for you sometimes and completes words and you get some typos. And my feeling in the early going was, was, you know, if it looks like a word, if you know what the word is, you know, go with it. Go, you know, don't, you know, hey, Mike, you made it, you spelled the word wrong. I, I, I know I did. But if you know what it is, you know what it's supposed to be. Let's get on with our lives. And that was my philosophy. That was my motto. And good enough was good enough for me back then. However, here's the, here's the other side of the story, is that some people will judge you on the little minuscule errors you make. They'll almost, they're looking for the, mis, the, the typos. They're looking for the miscue. They're looking for that mistake. And then you're going to jump all over you. Some people are like that. And I learned over time that, that it is worth a second glance. It is worth editing it. It is worth taking your time to look over your projects once again. So I'm, not, I'm kind of playing both sides of the fence today. That sometimes good enough is good enough. But sometimes good enough is not good enough. Sometimes, depending on the, the project and the severity and the risk involved, put it that way, the risk involved, sometimes it has to be that you have to dot all your I's, cross all your T's, and quality control it over and over and over again. So if you're confused at this moment, so am I, because I started out saying good enough is good enough. The letters TK means we'll get to that later. And then I finish today's program by saying sometimes we need to quality control ourselves so people don't misjudge us. So you decide in your world, in your projects, in your, uh, with your prospects, with your clients, when good enough is good enough and when good enough is not good enough. So let me hear your thoughts on this because it's a very, very interesting topic. Mike at MikeMarshev.com. Let me hear your thoughts. Let's see if we can get a little engagement here on the uh, Mike Up uh, Marshev podcast. And I'm anxious to hear how you feel and when good enough is, in fact, good enough. Talk to you next week. This is Mike. Over and out. Bye.